Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, the conclusion of Stevie Wonder's journey through the secret life of plants from 1979. A teeming industrial port located on the Hooghly River, Calcutta gives little indication of the cultural glory that crowns its recent past. Less than half a century ago, learned men from many nations came to a quiet suburban street to visit an institute founded by the great Indian scientist Sir Jagadish Chandra Bose. Inside, unique machines monitor the delicate living responses of plants in a section of the institute dedicated to the works of its founder. That's from the Secret Life of Plants documentary. As I mentioned in part one, which if you haven't heard yet, you're doing this wrong, the film had a one-week run in Los Angeles that began on December 13, 1978. It grossed $8,000. The same day that the screenings began, The Hollywood Reporter said the film would see a wide release on the first day of spring 1979. But that didn't happen. In fact, even after Stevie Wonder's soundtrack was released in late October, and was seeing some success, the film still hadn't gotten a wide release. And after the film failed to be nominated for any Academy Awards, Paramount Pictures made no plans to give it a wide release. The reviews weren't exactly kind either. Variety said the film was, quote, more of a tract than an actual documentary, end quote. The standout of the film was Stevie Wonder's score. So let's get into the second disc of Stevie Wonder's Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants. Disc two begins with the first single, Send One Your Love. It's an instrumental version of a song that appeared on the first disc, the single was released in November of 1979. It went to number four on the Billboard Hot 100. It was Wonder's second single to hit number one on the adult contemporary chart, the first being You Are the Sunshine of My Life in 1973. Send One Year Love also went to number five on the Billboard R&B chart. Outside My Window was the album's third single. Released in May of 1980, it peaked at just number 52 in seven weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. It also hit number 56 on the Billboard R&B chart. And it fared the best on the adult contemporary chart, hitting number 43. The album's three singles are all back-to-back at the beginning of this disc. Black Orchid is track three, but it was released as the second single in February of 1980. 
It features lyrics by frequent Stevie Wonder collaborator Yvonne Wright. Black Orchid failed to chart. After another instrumental is Kesseye Lolo Deye. The song features vocals from Abdalye Somer. Probably butchered that, but five years later, he would appear on Stevie's next movie soundtrack for The Woman in Red. And that soundtrack included Stevie Wonder's biggest hit of his entire career, and even won him an Academy Award for Best Original Song. I just called to say I love you. I just Kese Ye Lolo De Ye also features vocals from Josie James and Suzaye Green, who had both appeared on Songs in the Key of Life. This side closes out with Come Back as a Flower, which has lyrics and lead vocals from Sarita, who was Stevie's ex-wife. The two were married for just 18 months in the early 1970s. They collaborated often, before, during, and after their short marriage. final side of the double album begins with A Seeds A Star slash Tree Medley. It features backing vocals from Angela Winbush, who would go on to have several R&B hits of her own in the 1980s. It also features longtime David Bowie drummer Dennis Davis. And on the Fender Roads is Ron Kersey, who just three years prior had written a song that went to number one on the Billboard Dance Club Songs chart for The Tramps. A Seeds a Star slash Tree Medley featured lyrics written by Stephanie Andrews. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stevie Wonder actually made an appearance at the end of the documentary. He's seen walking through various settings, eventually ending in a huge field of sunflowers. And it's a rare time of seeing him without sunglasses. Here's The Secret Life of Plants. The album was recorded in six different studios, all in the United States. Four California studios, plus one in Pennsylvania and another in Louisiana. It's one of the first albums to be recorded digitally. In fact, it's only the second. The first was released just three months prior. Rye Cooter's Bop Till You Drop. The plan was not originally to have Stevie do the entire score. At first, he'd only contributed an instrumental called Tree. The filmmakers felt it didn't work with the rest of the music. So producer Michael Braun asked Stevie to score the entire film. And here's a bit of that song, Tree. In the album's liner notes, there's a special thanks to Paradise Park Hawaii, the LA Zoo, and the air traffic controllers at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. According to a 2019 review on Pitchfork.com, that's because this is the first album to ever use a sampler. The Computer Music Melodeon, which was the first commercially available digital sampler. Six years later, Wonder made an appearance on The Cosby Show using a sampler. <laughs> It may have just seemed like an 80s sitcom moment, but Questlove, the drummer of The Roots, thinks that this moment was important in shaping modern hip-hop. 
Here he is on a 2013 episode of Democracy Now. That episode came on in, in 1985. So uh, fast forward 10 years later to um, producers that are just starting out that would eventually become part of the, the, the new renaissance, like Just Blaze, Jay Dilla, Ninth Wonder. Um, these cats, a lot of their stories that I've heard were that, you know, they became interested in sampling culture having seen that Stevie Wonder episode. The double album featured a trifold jacket. On the bottom of the front cover, it even has Braille that says Stevie Wonder's journey through the secret life of plants. In 1991, Rolling Stone published a list of 100 classic album covers, and they put Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants at number 53 between With the Beatles and the Jerry Garcia Band's Cat Under the Stars. Inside the album, it features a note from Stevie, signed under his real name, Steveland Morris. It reads, Each life has its own beat, moving through space at its own pace, standing still for no one. And yet you, as if not caring, through knowing how precious it was to you, gave to me selflessly life's most priceless possession, your time. It is only my wish that you feel your time not to have been given in vain. For waiting is not what I meant for you, but to share with me the images of life that God has sent me through. And if this life affords me again the chance to share with you the new and hidden knowledge through song, I will move as swiftly as life demands, but never so fast as not to give you my very best. Steve Lind Morris. Compared to his three previous albums, Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants didn't fare nearly as well. It didn't win Album of the Year. It wasn't even nominated. The only Grammy nomination it received was Best Album of Original Score Written for a Motion Picture or Television Special. But that award would go to John Williams for his score to The Empire Strikes Back. The documentary never did see a wide release. To this day, it's never been released on VHS or DVD. You can find it on YouTube, however. Even without the movie getting a proper wide release, Stevie Wonder's popularity still got the soundtrack to number four on both the Billboard 200 and the Billboard Top R&B charts, staying on the charts for 22 weeks. Critics weren't too kind to the album either. Ken Tucker's Rolling Stone review opened by saying, quote, Begin at the end. Stevie Wonder's journey through the secret life of plants is so uneven, so full of tiny pleasures and bloated tedium, that for some assurance that Wonder hasn't lost his touch, you ought to start by listening to the LP's last cut. End quote. Which, on a personal note, is kind of strange because that's what I just played a clip of, and that's an instrumental track. Anyways, in 2004... Stevie spoke to Billboard about the album, saying it was, quote, an experimental project with me scoring and doing other things I like, challenging myself with all the things that entered my mind from the Venus's flytrap to Earth's creation to coming back as a flower, end quote. In the year 2000, 
Stevie's albums from 1972 to 1980 were reissued, with the exception of this one. But it did finally receive a reissue on Motown in 2018 and is currently available to stream on Spotify. There are two musicians who played on this record I haven't mentioned yet. Guitarist Ben Bridges and bassist Nate Watts. Ben Bridges also played guitar on Eddie Murphy's How Could It Be album in 1985, and I've covered that on the show before. In 1978, the two of them together played on an album for a pair of actor siblings, Christy and Jimmy McNichol. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.